My guest today is the energetic pioneer of the new dance culture in Nigeria, Kathy Shafao. Kathy, of course, is a Guinness world record holder, last man-woman standing, you know, for the longest dance party in the world. I think it's an unbroken record. Um, she's here, but she's not here just to talk about that. She's here to talk about her, her new book, Ala Jota, you know, um, um, a Kathy story. She talks about the most traumatic childhood that some of you have heard about, you know, parents who abandoned their children, who attacked each other with knives. All knives. the knives, all the forks, all anything that can break and poke or chat, insert, we will even spoon, we hide spoon. And they eventually didn't fight for their children to be returned to them. Then the divorce happens, then there's a separation, mm. then you end up with a single parent. How that trauma created a pattern in her life that led to a tumultuous, traumatic marriage. You know, how the anger that developed in her almost threatened to consume, almost threatened to attract, just, just searching for something to fill that hole, led her into things that she could not have prepared for. The big news across Nigeria the, the past year has been her marriage that has ended in a divorce. She explains why she doesn't blame herself or the husband for that rupture and how that is actually going to help both of them become better, greater people who will achieve the assignment that they believe that God has given to them. That if I really love him, I need to let him go. He needs to go out there and become Ah, he needs to find how he'll become, and I'll be so happy. You don't understand that it will feel like the old nine years was not for nothing. Because mm. when you love someone, I want to see the best for them, and you're seeing that you being there is not how you grow from a history that is tough and traumatic and blossom into a pioneer and a teacher. That is what Kathy is sharing with today. That's this guy today. Right, first and foremost, when I got this book, I like how it smelled. <laughs> Funny <laughs> enough. So I asked the I asked my, 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 my team member, I'm like, would you just spray something on the book? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, it's really sung. But a second thing I Masobe yes. are my are my new favorite publishers yes. in Nigeria. Yes. I really love them. Yes. I did a book club with one of their authors, um, a broken people's playlist. Yes. I want to do one with another author, but I know here is in Canada, the mechanics of Yenokwa. Yes, that yeah. I have those books too. You have those books. <laughs> yes, Fantastic, that's beautiful. Amazing. Nigerian stories. So you know, one of the first I want to say well done on is the book is so tenderly done. Thank you. It's so well written. Thank you. It's so carefully edited. It's you know the, whoever edited it was very gentle and and took ownership of the book, you know. And then everything, the print quality. You know, I mean, yeah, I don't know, this is not part of the interview, but the print quality, yes. if it is just a very... I was very particular about that about, one. Ah, right. About the yes. print quality. And yeah. also, the editing is the reason why I chose Misobe, because it yeah. also helped with that. Yeah. 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 I didn't want it to lose my tone, my sound, yes. and the feeling. Yes, I like and that. I, I wanted I wanted everything to be there in the right doses. I wanted the story to be right. I wanted the expression to be relatable. Mm -hmm. So that you can yes. almost feel like you all are the, seeing all the Italy size pigeon. Yes, yes, the pigeon. Yes. I want it to be as natural, almost feeling like you are in my household and yeah. you're growing up with me with in the life. in That's the book. How I feel so yeah. in my head. I feel like I feel like I just spent a weekend with you. I stayed reading exactly. it on Thursday. I just finished it this morning. Are you serious? 
And I just feel like I've been, you know, I just feel like I'm in yes, that I, environment. That, that was yeah. the um, idea. And yeah. it was really like a divine assignment. Mm. And I can tell you that I practically finished the book and mm. rewrote all over again, started all over again. Right. Why? Um, I think it also has to do with the place I was when um, I did the first writing. Right. And I was still in, I was still in a major healing phase. And mm. when you're in that transition of healing through pain, mm. there's the way you express through your pain. Uh, and if I you do that, that you, might, you might give off the wrong signal yeah. and the message might come from a place of anger, bitterness, down from mm -hmm. a place of, I want to tell a story to help nurture, mm -hmm. inspire, motivate, and give hope mm -hmm. to situations that are around us. The reality of my environment, Nigeria, mm -hmm. Africa, the reality about being a child born in the circumstances mm -hmm. that I was born mm -hmm. in and thrown to the wild and mm -hmm. the wild that is very relatable to a lot of young people mm -hmm. now. And growing through that, yeah. establishing through that, yeah. marrying through that, yes. giving birth through that, yes. what has all that made me become? And yeah. this is why I wanted to share a journey of a life that I feel God orchestrated mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. its own purpose. Purposes. And I wanted to at least start it on this note. On this note, right. Yeah. So the energy, you needed to be sure that the energy you were bringing it was, out. It had to be right. And Mesobe knew it. Yeah. The moment he got the, the first set of scripts from me, right. he just it's knew nice. it and said he was going to stick to that. That's amazing. Because you know, I read a lot of books but that people, a lot of, uh, I call it mid-autobiographies. Yeah. This means the person is still on their journey. Yeah. And I'm like, I wish this person had just taken more care with this book. You know, mm -hmm. I wish they hadn't just done it as if, oh, it's just yeah, something so, they had to yeah. do. So I really had to say that. But let's mm -hmm. get right into, 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 the, into the conversation. Yes, sir. A lot of the buzz. So weirdly enough, um, I hadn't told my producers that I wanted to talk to Kathy. Okay. But I had listened to your podcast. Oh, I went off on a retreat. my podcast, yes. And it was yes, one yes. of the... So I went off on a retreat. I was just looking for Nigerian podcasts that I would listen mm. to. And so I saw Kathy and I, I listened to the first the, the trailer. Yes. I thought so I downloaded, I call it a six-part series. Okay. Because it started this yes, one in general. Yes, I downloaded yes. and listened to it. I'm like, when I came out, I'm like, oh, I want to talk to Kathy. Yeah. And then he told me, oh, Kathy is confirmed. I'm like, oh, <laughs> our minds are together on this. Now, oh, so you guys didn't even talk. We didn't know. Oh, no wonder you sent me a message. I was yes. like, oh, they already got to you. Yes. Uh, because now I was I going to talk it. to them. I so I was like, well, let me talk to Umfan. So Umfan yes. gave me your number. Yes, yes. And then they said, oh, they confirmed you already. I'm like, okay, this is divinely <laughs> yes. orchestrated. Yes. But a lot of the buzz now is about the divorce, or the, yeah? Yes. But this book, the interesting part of it is that that's not the most striking part of this book. The most striking part of this book is your childhood. Yeah. It's a movie. I tell you, I tell you. <laughs> now, film, I tell now, you. Now, film. I need to read this from chapter three. Yeah. I have asked myself countless times, what really happened in that house in Didiolu Court in Ogba? Funny enough, I've worked in Didiolu Court before. How did a once loving couple do a 180 degree turn and suddenly become toxic and abusive to each other? How come they never found a compromise? And why did they stop caring about us, their children? Yeah. I didn't end this book with an answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was, no, there was really no answer because both are late now. Yeah. And so it's good. part of the journey of life that. Mm. There's this consistent need to uncover who we are. Yeah. 
And not everybody gets to the point of their life where they realize that that is what should be happening. Instead, we are reacting. Mm -hmm. So my yeah. parents were one of those that just kept reacting mm -hmm. to what was going on. And mm -hmm. every time they, they, yeah, they celebrate their small victories in their own way. You know, the victory against the negativity that comes to them, either yeah. from themselves or their spouse or their friends, mm -hmm. in their own way, and they move on to the next. But are, there's a trail of poison that goes with that. Mm -hmm. And there's, a, you, you, there's also like a rabbit hole mm -hmm. of what's next that I do not know. Mm -hmm. And you, the rabbit hole can, as much as we all know rabbit holes are consuming and leading, mm -hmm. they also are shedding. Because sometimes the things that are supposed to attach to you to prepare you for the unknown yeah. don't. They detach. And the things that are supposed to detach from you they, as you venture, yeah. they are attached. So yeah. in the middle of that, you start realizing that you are sheathed in a cloak of not yeah. even understanding who you who are. You are. You're just going from day to day existing. Yeah. And people are watching you. People are yeah. mirroring you. We are the kids. We're supposed to be mirroring yeah. the people who are our first mentors mm -hmm. and saying, how do we... How do we live life through the way they've lived? Instead, mm. we are looking at them and say, I don't want to be like that. Yeah. I don't want, oh, that's a mistake. I don't want to be that. Yeah. I know I need to avoid that. How do I avoid that? Okay, I'm still living with it. With How do I unchain myself from a chain that I know if I don't unhook, I would find a way to now become mm. that, mm. you know? And that toxicity, you know, it's, it, people look at toxicity from a very peripheral surface. Mm -hmm. place that toxicity is not that thing that they just do to you mm -hmm. is toxic no 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 sometimes there's this silent Sips. silent whisper toxicity yeah the ones that the one that doesn't come on the surface allows you to become you can even fight the odds mm -hmm. that your childhood brings which is why a lot of people say i'm a product of divorce i'm a product mm -hmm. of uh, what we consider child abuse but i turned out okay mm -hmm. what oh. you did was you picked the battle that you could see to fight. Right. They are the underlining ones that you don't know. Those yeah. are the type that we speak in phones classes. Yeah. That the, the limiting ones, the ones that are, that have, you know, the ones that have clogged onto you. Yeah. You know, like when she mentions the ship yeah. and she says, you know, that those scales that are very hard to, to remove yeah. because they are birthed into your being. Mm -hmm. And those are the ones that forms us, the yeah. ones that helps our decision making mm -hmm. in every, every aspect of life. Oh, they are nice. very silent voices. Yeah but they are very strong 